What is it? You'll see what it is. <laughs> That's not like I'm prepared, baby. Am I allowed to describe what this is over audio, I wonder? <laughs> I mean, um, if you can do it in a way where it won't get me in any trouble. Um, okay, I mean, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Next Stage. As ever, I am joined by the illustrious Greta. What's um, up? What's up? <laughs> and, um, and Greta, tell me, who are we joined by today? My little friend. My... <laughs> And some cats and a lot of mosquitoes. Yes, we've we've got the whole damn um, zoo in today. Um, God's sake, Greta, we've been doing this for a year now. I can't believe it. You know, it feels like it's been more than a year, but less than a year at the same time. Um, exactly, exactly. Because the thing is, when you look at the number of episodes that we have done of this, it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like a year if you. You know, if you're doing like the Einstein maths, but God, your video is going to be the most distracting thing for me throughout this entire episode. I'm off if you want me to. No, it's fine. It's fine. These fucking mosquitoes! I swear, I think I have as many mosquito bites as we've done episodes throughout this year. Good way to get back <laughs> on topic. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. No, I no. It's honestly, it's been quite a crazy year though when you think about it like Ooh, do you want to tell them the story of how how it all started i don't think we ever mentioned oh it no oh th this is some real inside the gossip so yeah how it all came about yeah so i mean let's start from day minus 14 or whatever okay um greta would you like to reveal what you were originally meant to be on this podcast. I was originally meant to be the first guest. Mm. But that clearly didn't happen. No. Um, so, th so the podcast, you know, originally was an idea between me and um, another very good friend of ours, who Greta also knows. And, um, and unfortunately, circumstances meant that... Um, our friend wasn't able to do the show. So I ba basically, I just messaged Gretchen and say, um, sweetheart, do you want an upgrade? Do you want an upgrade? Do want, babes, do you want an upgrade, babes? I mean, I know we asked you to help to be the guest of the first one, but now come co-host it, why not? Yeah, I mean, it was literally just like a very, I mean, the idea for this was gonna be quite different, I think when we did it, like, originally, we had, um, ideas, so it was gonna be, like, um, you know, not just our original format of, um, talk to people and see what the, um, gig is, but we were gonna do, like, little writing sketches and stuff, and then, um, we very quickly got to a point where we were, like, I don't think we got the time, darling. And the old meme says... Ain't nobody got time for that. 
Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, stop before the copyright strike. Unplanned and unrehearsed, everyone listening. Uh, yeah, we have no. This is um probably the first episode I think we've done where we don't have a plan. <laughs> we have literally no plan. We've got nothing. They let you guys in on a bit on how we work. Yeah, sure. We usually kind of when we have a guest over. So let's say, for example, we have Hassan Mayet because mm. they came to my head first. We would kind of. First and foremost, we'd come up with a list at like the beginning of every season of people we want to interview, and we would split them up on who's going to contact who and ask them if they want to come on. Usually, it's split like the Maltese, more base ones are me, and the UK more are Toby. Makes sense because he's a British boy. Uh, and then we kind of we do this list. We send out the emails, wait for replies, and then once someone is like, "Yeah, we're in," we schedule a day together for. First up, the recording with them. So we find the day that they can record and we can record. And that sets in my calendar, which I send out invites to everyone for. And then me and Toby go ahead and schedule uh, another like hour, hour and a half long call before where we kind of, we come up with the questions we're going to ask on our own. Mm. We, do it, we do everything on Discord because that's the easiest way we found of like organizing ourselves. So I... Uh, come have a different channel for every kind of guest and then there's different like text channels for everyone where we come up with like possible questions we write down every question we have and then in this hour-long meeting we kind of discuss between us and we go okay what makes the most sense where do we start this episode off from what would make sense to kind of be as the break and what would make sense to be the ending like final point so once we have that skeleton together we send that over to whoever our guest is in the case of my example, presented by SMA yet. And then they would come back to us and tell us, like, just to make sure that they're okay with all the questions, that everything is fine with them, and there's nothing like that they want they aren't okay with, or there's nothing that like means explaining before. And then we just kind of go ahead and record. In the case of Hasimayat or where it's someone or it's a company like Kill the Cat or uh, a thing or two where there's like a l- more than one person who can speak for what's going on. We usually let them kind of decide on take on what question, mainly because they know more what's going on internally than we do. So they would know which member would be most equipped to kind of answer that question. But yeah, it's basically just uh, a call and some questions and a lot of internet stalking. Yes, internet stalking indeed. And also making sure that we actually have good internet. <laughs> Like, oh the, my God. like the amount of times that in record, because we do this over um over Google Meets, right? And um, the amount of times um both of us like freeze either end, depending on whether it's UK or Maltese based um person who are we're talking to, is like the editing can get some proper funky results for that. But yeah, I, I like to say that, um, you know, like what you're listening to now, that's what I've been editing. That's me. But the socials, the face, the getting in contact with people, that a lot of that is Greta. That's how I like, that's how kind of how we split the workload, really. Yeah, it's kind of like Toby's a bit more back end and I'm a bit more front end, if that makes sense. Like I'm more forward facing towards making sure we get a picture for Instagram, making sure we like post 
a post guide like, getting you guys excited and like a reminder it's out and making sure that it's out everywhere and uh, hopefully we'll be getting a website soon hopefully fingers crossed that also depends on how much time i have yes yeah because because listen we, let's talk let, let's address the situation about um theater people having jobs and lives and shizzle to do <laughs> yeah um you and i love doing this well or at least i do i don't know about you let's not speak for no, you i love doing it it's just i work full time yes yeah and i, I work like i'd say relative uh, like halfway between part to full i'd say like more than your average um joe and uh you know doing this is like it, it takes a good amount of organization because by mind you've got to get a lot of people in the right place at the right time and then that's you know making sure times and i'll tell you something actually that can be quite the challenge and it might not seem like that big of a deal but time zones that one hour difference can genuinely make um, like the difference sometimes. But uh, like usually I ask Toby if we do something at 11. He's like, that's 10 my time. And I'm like, sometimes <laughs> why time can't you get, get up early, bitch? <laughs> sometimes the time zones get confusing. That's why I, I think we've kind of not fixed that, but that's really, that's we can easily go 11 more at a time so that you know. And usually we kind of we, we tend to base on whose time we work, depending on the guest, to be honest. Yeah, I think I mean I, I think it was something that we kind of struggled with at the beginning, but now that we're kind of into the swing of things, we kind of get the we kind of get the gist. Um, yeah, plus Google Calendar helps a lot when it comes to times I'm... because it automatically does the correct time for you. No, Google Calendar has practically dictated my life. <laughs> But... I wouldn't use the word dictated because I love having everything written down in there. Oh, okay. Because I'm quite, I have a lot of stuff going on at a lot of different times. And even like, I've begun using it as tasks, as reminders for tasks and things. Yeah. Like last week, I had to go take my car in to do a rust proof coating to it. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't write down, like, on that day, go take your car and on that day, go pick it up, I would have forgotten about it. Like, I would have woken up that day and gone to work like normal and not done anything to my car. Yeah, when I when I was in um, Falmouth for graduation, um, like last month, I uh, like I had, I was there for a week, but I had um, I had a lot of um, meetings with venues for um, for uh, potential future projects, and. Um, and basically uh nice little self <laughs> yes and um i uh it, it it's a useful tool to have though you know what i mean like i jest about it but realistically it's so it's so bloody useful don't get me wrong i don't like having my entire life mapped out i would like to wake up today and be like what am i gonna do today? let's be spontaneous well that's not how the world works if i'm gonna be spontaneous i need my calendar to be empty Mm. Um, I want to kind of okay. Well, here's something for you, Gata. Let's let's cast our mind back a little bit. Let's cast our mind back. Okay, so episode one that we did, 
can you remember anything from it that because i mean i'll be honest with you episode one i wouldn't say that we've got the system fully worked out now but i don't think we entirely knew what we were doing i don't even remember if we recorded episode one on discord or on google meets or what the hell we used i i think it was um oh i can tell you what it was it was on discord Oh, wow. Because... It took us quite a long time to find the uh, program. Because that we did that on Discord because it, just, it was just me and you. Because yeah. then later we found out that bringing guests to join a call on Discord is a bit difficult. Because one, they have to create a Discord account, which compared to a Gmail account, which everyone has, for sure, is an, is an annoying extra step. And like bringing them into the channel and then taking them out afterwards. And then it was just a whole hassle until we figured out until we could use Google Meets as like the common best place where everything's in one thing, because to be fair, looking back, it's a bit of a no-brainer because it's connected to Google Calendar. Oh yeah. Which, which now means all I have to do is schedule it in my calendar, which I'm going to do anyways. Press add Google Meets link and add in people. But before it was a bigger hassle. Before I had to like figure we had. I think we spent. At least I spent almost like two, three days trying to figure out how to get guests on Discord. Yes. Yeah. I think um, that when we started it out, we, I mean, as with everything new, I think we kind of tended to overcomplicate it a little bit. Like, and again, that goes back to the whole idea of, um, you know, writing in little sketches and whatever. Like, we don't need that. We don't need... I mean, you know, being able to just talk to people was people enough. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like, I think um, the... I, I will say this, though. Like, um, on a relatively um, sappy note, for lack of better wording, I will say this podcast has us a bit closer together not not literally not literally but like because realistically we've been in the same presence for each other for about half a year you know and that was after i haven't i haven't seen you or like spoken to you properly well, since i, I left the uk I which at this point up to <laughs> three years ago yeah yeah but like but like um you know in, um Obviously, go back and listen to the episodes if you want to get the full lowdown for what it was back then. But, um, you know, at the time, and to my knowledge, she still does now, um, you know, Greta runs this fabulous company called The Daisy Collective. And um, that's how, and that's kind of where we decided on where the um, first episode that never was (laughs) would kind of be based on the lost episodes. (laughs) The lost episode. The lost episode. My episode. The lost episode. Nah, I. But no, honestly, I will. But it has genuinely. I mean, for me at least, um, the whole year has kind of been a bit of a like an educational process for me, if that makes sense. Because, um, I mean, I, I don't, I can't tell you the waiting between how many people we've had on from Malta versus how many people we've had on from UK but 
for me, getting to learn about, like, the sort of theatre and the sort of, um, like, like, the voice of young theatre in Malta has been a really insightful thing for me, you know? Like, because, like, I, I said it, um, I'm certain I must have said this at some point, but, you know, I don't think the theatre scene in Malta, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is the most vibrant community on the island. Because <laughs> vibrant, it is vibrant. There's lots of things, like different things going on. It's just really hard. Mm. And it's, I don't know how to explain to anyone who's not from a small island, the small island mentality. Mm. And the fact that everyone knows everyone and, or everyone's related to someone. What like, for example, I'm going to give you as an example. When we had them on a previous episode, Ignite. Yes. We had our first show 24 weeks. It happened to be on the same weekend that like six other things were going on. So that means even if you do love the theater, it feels like there's a lack of planning between the entire country. And that's fine if you're from the UK because there are different regions, there are lots of people. Not everyone can be in the same place. But in Malta, it's tiny. Like if there's and if to be fair, there's only Valletta and a very select few places that are kind of like the arts places and the place would go to see theater. Mm. Like I think two or three of our major theaters are, are in in Valletta. Not long ago, we got a new theater from uh, that's called Theater Next Door from FM Theater, but that's uh, in like the north center region, so in Valletta. But the theaters that are not in the same place are very little. So it kind of feels like we need to have a bit of a better, I would say, like yearly calendar of what's going on in Mota. Yeah. I don't think there needs to be anyone who, who, there just needs to be one huge Google calendar <laughs> where we're all like, we're planning on having an event in this weekend, guys, here. And it's like, okay, your audience is probably the same as my audience. And your, my friends are probably going to be in the same production. Like this, hap- this happens a lot happened to me during 24 weeks i had some of my friends doing matilda i couldn't go see them because i was busy doing my own show so why would we like plan events in the same weekend when you're just missing out on tales you're missing out on the experience you're missing out on everything can we can we just actually just point this out for a greta can you um like um link google into the social thing for us because i think we've basically written a whole year's worth of sponsors for google calendar in the space of 10 minutes sorry you're not sponsored at all we are not sponsored by um if however, google calendar if you would like to sponsor us we are open and available for discussion i, I will not say no <laughs> i will not say no but yes as we are not but but not. but no i know what you mean though like it's it, it's it all comes down to um like the planning of everything yeah. and again it's just generally um an important thing to just kind of uh just get on with to be honest but um i want to talk a little bit about um i don't know what i want to talk about <laughs> i actually have a bit of a point to add on okay continue but this whole Google calendar thing i was saying yes there actually is, uh I, don't, I think i've mentioned him to you but he hasn't been a guest yet 
uh, Malcolm Galia, who is a playwright, and he has more or less theatre, and he's just a very artistic person all around. Yes. He does have a website where he kind of ha- has these, I think they're monthly like theatre roundups. But that's only what is in his circle. Mm. Like what I'm saying is there needs to be what Malcolm is doing, but on a nationwide scale. So it's kind of like everyone who's doing a play, just fill in a form and you're like, okay, cool. That means these dates are kind of not yours, but people know that there's something that's happening already. Like a sort of pencil thing. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. you, you pencil in, you know? Yeah. yeah. But like, I was like, um, can I ask then, um, my wording is not probably the best for this, but would mm-hmm. you say there is like a dry season of theatre in Malta? Yes. When would that be? It would be in the middle of summer because it's really hot. Okay. It would also be back to school, so like September or October. There would be a couple going on, but yeah. very little. Uh, they usually have a lot of uh, in December because Maltese loves their panto. Mm-hmm. And I would say May, April, May, and maybe June who are like the most. It's like the theatre season. Yeah, see, like that's that's interesting to me because um, I was just thinking about um, like because it it you know in the UK every season is theatre season. Obviously, you've got, like, your fringes and stuff, which will mainly happen in the summer months. But, like, th- there'll always be something going on. You know what I mean? Um, but I was just thinking, um, uh, Matthew from the Aurora, um, you know, he's got Aida coming up in October. And, um, like, again, correct me if I'm wrong, is that, like one of their only events throughout the year? I think so. I think they only do an opera a year. They might do a small play with the like younger the younger people. Yeah. But I think that's like their main marketing event one. But to be fair, uh, Aurora Theatre is works on a very different model than how to every other theatre in Malta works. Because mm. one that's an opera house and they treat their performance as a I don't want to sound mean when I'm saying this, but sort of as a tourist attraction, you know? Uh, yeah. You yeah. go to Malta to see that play. As in, I'm sure there are other places and the theatres around the world. I mean, I mean that's the extent, though. No, I Sorry to butt in. That's the extent, though, no, I think, sometimes with the West End and London. Yeah. You know, like... They, 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 they work very much on that basis. So they don't really need to have, like, things happening all year long. Plus, even how, how they work, as we've meant, as Matthew told us, in way better words. In the theater Aurora episode, they work very much more community based. So I think, and I don't think he explicitly said this, and he, I don't think he said this at all, to be honest. But I, with Gozo, the community is very small, so it's kind of like if you have an activity going on at the theater, the same people who will be helping out in production would be the people who help out in the activity. Mm. So they're not like split into. The theatre bunch, the marketing bunch, or the the ones who do like Tom Blanc, the ones who do activities and screenings. It's everyone does everything. Yes. Uh, do you have a favourite like guest who came oh. on or like who do you remember the most? Um, 
I can tell you what my favourite story was. And that was, um, the first thing that springs to mind is the fact that, um, uh, Adam from, uh, All Day Breakfast used to be a wrestler. That's by far my favourite. I think my favourite is how they named the company because Rory didn't get the yeah. breakfast but I love all day breakfast that's all he wanted. <laughs> I loved it, but I just love the, like, the irreverency of it though. It says a lot... It says a lot about like him. I, I'd have to um, I'd have to go back through the episode. I want to say it was something like, um. Someone Armani, I think it was. I have no clue. But it it it, it that just sticks out to me though. Like um, was, but that, they were. That was quite a fun episode to record in general. Yeah. It's just when you have, as I think all of our guests have been. Yes. When they they just speak to you like you they've known you for years. Yes. And years. And it just you can it they're like they're instantly your friends once they start doing this. Oh, absolutely. I think that's fair to people in general though, sometimes. Like, yeah, it's quite cute. And it's quite nice to see that transfer to a podcast setting, not just when we're in the theatre and not just because we're like rehearsing together and creating something together. As we are creating something together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah. doing a performance, obviously it's much more time a chance to spend with each other and it's nice how you can still get that same feeling and energy in like five minutes like we have a little chat with them before we start recording yeah kind of get comfortable and get them okay with speaking to us and kind of since we've only been communicating with them online we haven't really gotten a vibe for who we are as people yet kind of like speak to each other to kind of speak as people first and then we speak as we're on the podcast and it's really easy and really it amazes me almost every time how quickly they speak to us, like, and we speak to them like we've known them forever. No, of course. Like, some of the best moments that I think we've had are the ones that don't make don't make the cut for the podcast. Like, like those little bits in between the break. Um, I get, I get. Um, I wish I could share them with you because I don't have the recording. I'm afraid. But like, um, uh, you know, those little nuggets of getting to know the person and the people were like great i'll tell you another one though that um sticks out and i and um this will always always i I was thinking about this the other night as well now that you mentioned it um start of this season what's their names (laughs) i genuinely i don't remember i don't remember what we talked about i just remember laughing crying yeah, it was... like tears of laughter were streaming down my cheeks. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, like the one thing that will stick me, and um, when I end up going to Malta on holiday or whatever, I want to visit. Um, um, what's not Philip? Come on, the other one, Nathan. Nathan, I want to visit his um very aptly named pub. You sh- uh, what's, that's, the, what's the that's pub called? Like, the pub. The pub. <laughs> so, j- j- that's, yeah. That's like the, un, the unwritten, unspoken, like, theatre bar. Yeah. Like, I was just, and I was so amused. Show, we always go there. And he has, it's split in two levels. Yeah. And the upper level, we have, there's a, we have, they have markers, and you can just write on the wall. Mm, mm. And there's a lot of, like, messages everywhere. And it's just, 
it's yeah. really like homemade you know also they're so down to earth people as well like there was um didn't, didn't they work with uh, um i'm not saying that we facilitated cross collaboration of our guests in any way but like did but didn't they work with um uh, uh um um the t- uh girl in the machine those two Johnny and tina Johnny and tina i'm pretty sure they did something recently with them didn't they they did uh, romeo and juliet too long ago yes yes we... Oh, that's actually a true theater story. Romeo and Ju- Johnny and Tina have been together for a while. They're playing Romeo and Juliet, and like in the run up to the performance, they got engaged. Yeah, I remember so you telling me. It was a really sweet moment. Oh no! But and like, I mean, first of all, um, Gianni and Tina, congratulations from me. Um, I don't know about Greta, but congratulations from me. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, but those two were lovely though. Like, and it was so great getting getting soft to flow again. Um, yeah, but not, for those who don't remember, it it flow was one of the lovely ladies from a, from a, uh, a thing or two theatre. Yes, with Hannah and um Holly. Yeah. Yeah, with Hannah and Holly and flow. Uh, I used to do physical theatre. Uh, society was that what they were called? Yeah, like like the clubs. Ah, uh-huh, like club, but I was back in the back in the She was a year older, and it was just so nice to get to talk to her after all these years. And if I didn't, if I didn't say yes to doing this podcast with Toby, I would never have spoken to her again, probably. Yeah, yeah. It, it was also genuinely just nice for me to kind of, it's like this podcast. Also, um, I mean. We probably shouldn't say this for a selfish way, but it's also been a really nice opportunity to just connect with people. Yeah. You know? Like, for me... Apart, yeah, like, uh-huh, apart from learning to... Apart from the whole point of it, which is kind of like to to see how people are functioning and to see kind of what works with people. No, of and course. And to help anyone who wants to kind of do anything, think that you, there's no specific one way to do this. Because, look, these guys have done it this way, these guys have done it this way. You can do whatever. Yeah. Also, just really fun talking to people. No, of course. Like, like obviously, this podcast was started as like a chance to kind of get to know how different people do theatre, and like, um, to say it as it is, I wasn't expecting it to kind of get to as like an international scale. If that makes sense, like we mm-hmm. like, I use the word international loosely, but still. Listen, we've got some international listeners. We do have some international listeners, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we. Someone who's <laughs> from also the UK. Um, but it's honestly, it's just genuinely been a really good just experience, just doing this over the past year, and um, yeah, listen, um. I think, Greta, we should take a little break. Uh-huh. I was going to say, I think it's time for a pee break. T- time for a pee break. Time for me to refill the water. Yeah. And um, listen, we'll be back with um, some more burning questions. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Part two. And I've decided that I'm going to ask Toby, according to Google, Six questions you should ask each other on your anniversary. Yeah. Because this I'm, is a relationship of some sort, isn't it, Toby? 
Um, I mean, it's relatively related, I suppose. All right. Like, Question one. You know, it, it stops us from being the Google Calendar Appreciation Society. <laughs> Come Speak on, hit me. Question one. How have we changed this year? Um, well, let me tell you. I think that I have... I don't know, like, do you mean it on a personal sense or in a couple sense? I think we should answer it in a couple sense. Okay, couple sense. How have we uh, changed this? I think that we've... The obvious one is that we've both gotten closer to each other. Yeah. Um... I think that we've kind of both been... <laughs> you have no idea what I've got nothing, bitch. <laughs> like, because the thing is, I'm, I'm thinking about what have I done for the past year? And do you want to know the real answer? Do you want to know the real answer? Yeah. Work. <laughs> okay, I think that I think that's how we've okay. I'm gonna speak for myself. Okay. How? Yeah. I'm gonna speak a bit about myself. Yeah. But I used to always find it hard to ask for help. Yes. And doing this with you, and juggling work and a million other things means that I have to ask for help, and it's gotten me way better at asking to do it. Oh, like yeah. for example, I I can't remember. I think there was a time when I was abroad and I had a lot of things going on. I had like a production week and full-time work and I had to like take care of the house and I had a lot of things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had like taken care of doing both my things and your things, which you usually do to split the load. Mm. And I think that's like, apart from bringing us closer, I think it's made us appreciate a bit more what the other person does. Yes. When we kind of have to do the other person's thing. Like once I tried editing a video and I wanted to fucking kill myself. Oh my god. No, of course. I mean, for me, I am notoriously shit at social media. I'm quite good at it, like naturally. So yeah. Well also, like generally, like real world in inverted quotations, I say, your your actual job kind of plays into it though. Yeah, it definitely does. Mm-hmm. I think we've both changed as well. We've both gotten better at how we speak to people that don't know us. Yes. Yeah. Like the um the PR face, should we call it, mm-hmm. has kind of um started to grow. I've also learnt um a couple of essential Maltese words. That's something that I say that I've done as well. Like so, I think, you know, like um I pro- I probably won't. Oh, that. Okay, so I mean, okay, so okay, so are you smarter than an English person? Let's go. So, <clears throat> Mela, or Maya, or something like that. Mela, you were right the Mella. first time. Okay. Meaning. <laughs> it's a tough one. Me- um, uh, like, the only word you can You put this word in the Maltese language to try and give a meaning to... This not even we as Maltese people who have a joke and it has no meaning. Yeah, because I'm because my first word is like it's a filler word for la- if that makes sense. Kind of. Like like if you wanna like if you wanna say something like 
like if you want to describe something but you can't be bothered, Mela. Oh, Mela, I'll, I'll start using it a bit and you'll get, you'll understand. Yeah. Because what it means depends on the context. Mm. Mm. So it, it kind of really depends on what I'm saying. So if I'm going, let's get the, Mela, let's get the show on the road. Yeah. You get what I mean there? Like, like it's a, well, also, I think it's one of those words that changes depending on how you say it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, Mela, or Mela, Mela, let's go. Like, you know, like, that's kind of how I imagine it. That's exactly what it is. Fabulous. Duolingo's oh, got no. nothing on me. Nothing. That what, you ready for the next question? Next question. This one's a... Let's go. What obstacles have we gone through individually, and how has our relationship weathered them? <laughs> oh, okay. The question's a bit too coupling. But still, I think the the thing that I mentioned earlier where I had a lot of things going on and you took on both of them. Yeah. And even when you had you had a lot of meetings going on for your next project and next. trying to figure out scheduling things. Yes. I, I dealt with that as well. So I think it's just us constantly talking and communicating, being like, listen, this week is hectic for me. Yeah. Can you like help me with this? Or even if it if it's a couple of hectic weeks for us and you kind of like put things on the back burner a bit, but it's like it's fine because we both know that it's not because one of us has like lost interest. It's because we were both busy doing yeah, yeah. everything else. Well that well that's the thing. Like, you know, um I think it's quite easy to forget that outside of podcasting and theater and stuff um people have a life so like you know if you've it's like we'll both again it's it's completely down to the fact that we just talk to each other about it you know i think that's a big one um i will tell you that i will tell you though um a, a good personal obstacle or and, and i use the word obstacle quite loosely because I would describe it more of as, as a challenge. Do you know what the most challenging thing across this entire year for me, Greta, has been? Huh? What was it? When we record on a Tuesday morning, and that episode has got to be out in 24 hours' time. And um, That was crazy. Yeah, that was, um, it, it was really, like, um, um, I, I've sent you the video of, um, the the uh, like the Nicki Minaj <laughs> I'm running with the Virgin Mary it's that I remember listening to that episode tell you it's fine in the car on my way to work I didn't have time to listen to it yeah so I put it on while I was driving and I'm going yes okay this sounds fine great okay we're good okay good good cool we're good with yeah it's just really weird. yeah like like I think the quick turnarounds from me uh, like uh can be not not stressful. But they could be like a oh okay we got we got to get the giga rolling you know. No, it is quite stressful though because you where you usually have we don't usually record episodes that need to go out like the next day. No. We like, I'm give telling you, you right now, this episode time. is not coming out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like we give you some breathing time to do things, yeah. and we give each other space to kind of have time to do them. Yeah. That episode. I have no clue how you managed. I remember asking you like three times, like, are you sure this is crazy? Yeah. Well, also, like, and I mean, 
just I think just about anyone who knows me can attest this is that I am an absolute workhorse. In the like, um, if I am not doing this, I am writing a funding application. If I'm not doing that, I am uh like like I'm trying to make a living. Like, or if I am not doing that, then I am trying to write a new idea for something. You know, like very seldom do I give myself the option to break or like chill. But so for me, like I think I, I you 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 get the gist, you know, you know. Next question, what you got? <laughs> Question four. No, read it out loud. Read it um, out loud. Please. Do, wait, does it, it? Hold on. Does it? Does it mention content that could be considered a bit risque? Okay, we're skipping question four. <laughs> I'll tell you what turns me on about you after all these years together. Oh. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Oh, okay, next question. I think this I think this, this one is actually useful. P uh, P PG, PG. Yeah, yeah. What do we want to accomplish individually this year and as a co host couple? Okay. I'll let you start on this. Okay. I think individually I want to start and writing. Actually I've tra- I've started writing it. I want to actually spend some time on it. A play in Maltese, like a fully French, like two hour long play in Maltese. Because mm. I feel like there's a lot of, we don't have a lot of Maltese plays. And I don't know, I quite, it's quite easy for me to kind of think of something in Maltese. It's just, it'll probably be like Maltese slash English. Just because that's how the world is and that's how I speak and that's how everything is. Do you know, I remember having this conversation with you actually when you were, um, in foul because i remember i remember sitting next to you and we were in um uh uh kieran's class Mm -hmm. and i remember saying to you and we were talking about stuff and i said to you like um well i was asking you about um obviously theater because you know i got used a degree and um like and i was saying well what actually like traditional Maltese stories or traditional theatre stuff because obviously in the UK you've got your Shakespeare and I remember being like I mean I mean well I'll, I'll let you say like do, do you have the Maltese Shakespeare? I mean not really no but the thing with Maltese is actually on the day of recording this is the 88th year anniversary that we've had Maltese as an official language in Malta Really? So yeah, 88 so, years. So, so, as in... Wait, out of interest then, so I'm assuming that there's some, like, um, empire buffoonery involved in this. Yeah, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you! The great villains of time have been done, got, got you again. It's you! <laughs> <laughs> There was a whole debate on if we should kind of keep English or Italian 
as languages because multi is always seen as like a a, a worker man's a poor man's language okay they, they call it like the kitchen language so it sounds it makes more sense than Maltese okay. but they yeah, call yeah. it that it, it, it's like like again yeah like the wrong translation but common yeah because the common common man's language yeah poor man's language like if you have any title or any any and air to you, you wouldn't use you wouldn't speak about it okay yeah and there was this whole like should we like english or italian to kind of like use as our main language mm. and then it just I'm not quite sure how it happened. They, I'm pretty sure they told me it in history. I can't remember. But Maltese, we got the Maltese to the top. It's a national language now. And since I've only been here for 88 years, I mean, realistically, that's one lifetime of a person. Yeah. So how many great Shakespeare's can you expect there to be in 88 years of a language? That part. <laughs> like, that part. And then, yes, it's the, it's the it's been the official language for 88 years. And yes, it's been used before. But education was very different before. People didn't have time to do anything artsy before. There isn't a huge bank of playwrights and theatre people in general to be counted as greats, I think. Mm. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Obviously, you can look back at the generation and kind of think of the greats of the generation, but... There is no great Shakespeare as of yet. Yeah. What do you think will make you the next great Shakespeare with Malta? No, I don't think anything is going to make me the next great Shakespeare. I mean, you never know. I mean, I will say in all fairness, though, like, <clears throat> like everyone starts somewhere when it comes to these things. Like, um, is it um Simone, the one who's translating work into Maltese? Like, yes. Like, um, it starts somewhere. So, so even just doing it, I'm sure would just gain traction, you know. Yeah. Um, as for me, what was the question? No, Sorry, I forgot what the question was. What was my question? Go. Oh, what do you want to accomplish individually this year? Oh, and as a co-host. okay. Um, let me think. So. The one that... I'd say you want to get your show on the road. Yes, that's a biggie. So the big, so the most important one for me is um, like this time next year, I want to be able to have my show either touring or to be touring. Like um, I and when when I talk about my show, I mean um, uh, the project that I'm working on. Um, do you know? I don't know if I told. Did I tell you this? Um. I I submitted a um funding application for it last week. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Like and that was that, that was crazy. We um this is going to sound so boring. We need to talk about money. We we got to talk Go about getting the money cuz that Yeah. Cuz not not right now, but in a future episode. Because that's a that's a big old discussion for another day. We should do an episode about like applications and funding. Yeah, should we treat? Should we see if we can try and find someone who knows Ooh. about that? Yes. Yeah, let's see if we know someone who knows about that, and then that way we might be able to get the giggle rolling. Yeah. Um. So is that? I suppose on a personal level, um, one thing I do want to accomplish is that a lot of work that I do, um, 
I tend to do myself. So although, like, I, you know, I primarily write, direct, produce and that, although I do work with other people, it tends to be as a freelance sort of thing. And I would like the opportunity to kind of have a company because, honestly, it's a lot for one person, you know? Like, like to have a sort of regular producing company... I think would be a really nice ambition to have. Um, otherwise, um, I think I, you know, there's stuff that we want to do with this podcast in the future. I mean, the little sketches you were talking about earlier. Yeah. We still want to do them. It's just we have to find time for them. No, of course. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not off the table. Like it's just. Yeah. We need to find time to be able to do. Yeah. The book's on the shelf, but it ain't open yet. Exactly. That's what we're, that's, that's kind of how we phrase it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I'd say, really. I mean, of course, there's, there's a few personal things that I'd like to work out, but that's, you know, a personal thing rather than a career aspect. But, um, you know, that that would be my answer to that, I suppose. And is there one more, did you say? It is one more. What have you got for me? It's, it's a very relationship one. <laughs> what three things do I appreciate about you? Oh. Now you always tell me what's going on. How much time do we have? Oh, you always tell me what's going on. Yeah. That I appreciate a lot. I always tell you, I appreciate how much you, how much you're willing to be like, yes, I'll do it. Mm. Like this fast turnaround is an example when I had a lot of things going on into my things as well is another example. I think the third one is how you usually are the one to kind of remind people that listen, we're doing a podcast, we need we need these things. Because I tend to get a bit carried away and speaking to them. Yeah. And I appreciate that you bring me back on track, even when we're doing questions. I think I tend to go a bit more off script than you do. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Um, that sounded so insincere. That's gonna sound so insincere. On okay, I know it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what three things? I mean, okay. So my first one would be that you're very good at um. Okay, so when I let's say when I write a question out, um. Like, I kind of write it out in script sense. You're very good at kind of making it sound like not script sense, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's like more natural. Yeah. Like, you're very good Like you're very good at kind of weaving it into conversation. And that is, that's something that I genuinely really appreciate. Because there'll be times when, you know, like, do you remember? I don't know if this made, the, I don't know if this made the cut. Um, I can't remember what episode this was. It was either um, um, Kisby at Mincia, excuse the pronunciation, or um, or Bottled Antics, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Kisby at Mincia, actually. And um, they said something, like, really sincere. Like, like again, lovely projects that... Um, but they're in the middle of something right now to go a bit off-topic, aren't they? What? Kisby at Mincia. Are they in the middle of something right now? 
uh, they're touring their show and uh, they did a public show and then they're touring old people's homes. Yeah, like but, yeah. I, but I've, we talked to them like just at the beginning, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like really, like really early on, and you know they were saying something really sincere about um, like because the topic of the show is um lone like loneliness and like um no is it no hold on that doesn't feel right it's uh, more about like retaining the memories of the older generation yeah. and how they still capturing older women's stories yeah thank you another thing i appreciate about greta she actually knows what she's talking about <laughs> i will not go as far as saying that yeah but but for me i go into a, um i do this thing they're saying they're saying a story and it ends and i just go totally and then on to the next question <laughs> And I can't remember, but the, the um and they, and it just burst out into laughter because I was like, like I was trying to be sincere, and I just go like, totally. So onto the next thing. And I I. And I was, and I didn't mean to, like, and I didn't mean to do it, but I, but I know what you mean. So, um, yeah, that's one. Um, number two, um, scheduling, easy, easy peasy scheduling, speedy. Like that's something which um is like such an important thing for me because um something that I hate, hate, hate is going back and forth between people to schedule something. When you work with Greta, it's like a, okay, yep, and you're done in 15 minutes tops. And that's something which is really, really useful for me and just about anyone. Um, and then I suppose number three, I think, to be honest, I really do appreciate you talking about like your culture and your passion like with like hold on i've i've english that poorly bear with me hold on take two so english that poorly i've english that poorly um so <laughs> yeah what I sh- yeah that's a t-shirt official merchandise for season three www <laughs> Redbubble.com, get on it. <laughs> Etsy. Oh, no, it'll be more like selling it out your car boot. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I really do. I really appreciate, like, um, ha- like your ability to kind of talk about subjects with passion and, like, kind of not be afraid to get into, um, kind of the meat and the like more important points of things like it's very obvious like there are certain things that there are certain topics where it's quite easy to skirt around the edge because you can be a bit afraid to talk about them but i really Mm. appreciate that you kind of just just like go straight in there and that's like genuinely a really powerful quality to have i suppose not just as a co-host but as a person i guess take the point Let's get to it. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, totally. So, 
I suppose that leads us onto. I mean, we've survived marriage couples. <laughs> I um, I suppose that leads me onto my last question, which I suppose is for both of us. But like, where do you kind of see this going? Like, not just in the okay. next year, but just in the future generally. Like, what's the stuff you want to do with this? First thing on my list is make a fucking website. Yes. I need to do that. I need to make a website. We need to have a bit of a... I think we need to change a bit how we work and rather than we come up with guests for every season. We have a huge list, a huge sheet of people and we kind of have that to go over. One one that we have open and add to constantly. Yeah. So it's not what we think of like in that period of time or if you see in that period of time. It's if something pops to mind or if we see that, then we just add it on the list and we know it's there. So that will help things make easier, a lot easier, I think, for us. And I think the next thing is I really, I really want to try and do this podcast episode sketch. I'm, I'm actually going to check through my files and see if I have maybe like a short play I was doing or something which can be done or something. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that kind of leads on to my one, because something that we've talked about is, um, you know, like, I kind of had, well, I say I, we, kind of had an idea of, um, uh, like, doing, not, like, the sketch sort of thing, but an abridged version. So, I think, so it was kind of like a, I think my idea was that it was kind of like a, like a, like a partner podcast where we invited um or like worked with um companies to write like an audio play and then we kind of discussed that and then we you know we kind of used the platform to spotlight those sorts of things really and that's something which i'm still personally really interested in developing obviously we'd kind of have to get in contact with more companies and develop the um develop the old linkedin contacts yeah the linkedin contacts linkedin contacts and um audio theater is something i genuinely think would be a really nice um like subject to explore in association with this because mm-hmm. then you know first and foremost to me the next stage has all has always been about learning about how people do theater and mm-hmm. giving companies, you know, for lack of better wording, their spotlight, you know. Yeah. Like, um, and having an option to do that for playwrights to kind of showcase their work and kind of talk about it, sort of like as a, um, um, if you're in the UK, you, you'll know what I mean by this, but like as a sort of Animax Future Sounds sort of thing um if you don't know what i mean by that it was um a radio show on the bbc where um uh you know like artists would come in and speak to annie mac who was the host and they would talk about their work how they go about creating it you know sort of like um like half interview half showcase sort of thing and you know that's something i do still want to explore even if it starts off as like both of us 
doing our own sort of thing and showcasing it you know i'd hope to be able to stretch it out and give it to other people really yep yeah, to figure out how to get to those people. Yeah. Like, I think... So, I think for us both, the target is um, continuing to expand and grow and connect. Like, you know... um, I don't know how much we're allowed to say about this. But, mm-hmm. like... Um, like, we... Um, we were offered to do, like... A uh, like a convention event back in January, which um unfortunately um I think again, but this goes back down to your whole scheduling argument couldn't happen. But um yeah, bro, bro, it didn't happen because of the election. Politics gets in the way again. But um, I mean obviously if that still happens, I don't know about you, but I'm in. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like having that option to just kind of grow out and um, talk to people and get to know um, theatre companies and practitioners. Do you know something? Even I'll throw this out there. I'm willing to talk to people who aren't even aren't even involved in theatre directly. I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear from the producers. I want to hear from the costume designers. I want to hear from. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I want to hear from the promotional marketing photographers. Like, Ooh. I, you know, because it's, like, as Greta and I will probably be able to both attest, creating a theatre show requires you to do a lot of things that you are not qualified to do. <laughs> so, have, so I think even... So I think talking to those people who actually would be able to talk a bit more about those things would be a um would just be great you know a real treat a, totally um I still think there's new yeah totally yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say yeah and then you realized <laughs> yeah yeah that and that that, that wasn't a joke either <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a look at all the episodes we've done for the year yeah I mean, again, like, while Greta's doing that, I just want to say just, like, a huge thanks to everybody who's agreed to go on. Like, there are names that we haven't mentioned that, um, you know, just because we haven't mentioned them doesn't mean that we don't appreciate them. Like, it's it's down to the fact that people have been willing to come on and speak to us so passionately about their craft and their work that we've been able to do this, really, because... As much as you and I can jabber for days, clearly, yeah. Oh, I've got, I've got another thought for you. Um, okay, give me the thought, and I'll tell you the list. Do you? I don't have any regrets of anything I've said on this podcast. However, there were some subjects which I could have possibly have thought about before talking. Like what? Um, there was. On our Halloween episode, I shared a rather intimate story about, um, <laughs> um, actually, you know what, I'm going to leave it that I shared a rather intimate story on the Halloween episode, and if you'd like to find out what it is, you need only look. <laughs> you need only look. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's go from newest to oldest. 
Go on. So who did Bobby we talk to recently? Yes. Teatro Aurora. Mm. All Day Breakfast Theatre. Yeah. Kill the Cat. Yeah. Simon. Kiss Beauty and Sia. Yeah. What are their names? Yeah. That was back in February. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Ooh. We had a season one finale on January 19th. My gosh. So that was season two. That was season two. So we've got season one. so far. Season one, yeah. We had the first Furious flashback. Mm. That's our finale. Yeah. We had the interview with Michael Richardson. Michael. We had the, we had the holiday special. Yep. We had the day jobs, who got them episode. Yeah. We talked to Ignite Theatre. Yes. We spoke to Girl in the Machine. Yep. Oh, wow, Johnny and Tina were November 2021. We had a Halloween special. The, the Halloween special. The Halloween the, special. Yes. The Halloween special. We had Heisel Mayet. Mm. Episode four. Yeah. That feels like a. a Oh my god, a thing or two theatre where our first ever guests. Yeah. Hannah Flo and Holes, if you are listening, just genuinely thank you for being the first people to be on. Oh my god. Then the first episode, one is DJ Toby in the house. And the first one is called Upstaged by Griffith's Blind Cat. Which indeed we were. Mm, Daisy. That's 12 guests we've had. The first ever episode, September 2021. Yeah, like first of September twenty twenty one was our first ever episode. Um, but it would have been around about this time that we recorded. I'd say. I think so. Yeah, one. one. We check in the Google Calendar. Yeah, should we check the Google Calendar? It'll be in there. Hold on. Let Let's course, circle it out with the old calendar. Thursday, twelfth August. It's just me and you. Just me and you. But we did two episodes we, just We would have been planning a year ago today, apparently. But like, Whoa. yeah, it's been a year. Yeah. We are we are actually unintentionally accurate. Oh wow. And whilst we <laughs> do, do our research on this podcast. It's not that it's not that like intense. No. Okay, wow. This is why I love Having things on calendar. <laughs> <laughs> the old memories. Yeah, the old memories. You know, I used to have a little diary when I was younger, an everyday diary, and I would write what I did that in that. I would write what I did during that day. Do you still it. have it? No, I think I lost them when I moved from a million different houses. Oh. So now I think I lost. I, t- to be honest, I actually think, as of present, I have four diaries. Oh. Yeah. Four different diaries for four separate things. Um, oh, it's okay. uh, yeah. We love a diary, don't we, darlings? Um, yeah. Um, so, on that fabulous note, um, I think we should round this out. How long have we been going? Oh, okay. <laughs> we should round this out, Gil. Damn. <laughs> Listen. Do you do you have anything to say before I um call it square? I'm going to say thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you to everyone who's come on. Thank you to Toby for doing this for me and for turning me from the first guest to the co-host. 
and just we keep coming at you with these weird things and weird like some cool info about what's going on and just cool people that are doing theater and everything else to do with the creative world in the future yeah to, to echo what Greta said just thank you for listening for the past year like we really honestly like it it's been honestly a great pleasure to be able to just work with Greta on this and get to know and speak to different companies and um I can't wait to see who we get to talk to and what we're able to get up to in the next year yeah and um and before we leave I'm gonna sing us out with a song no I'm not no no I will say before we do leave um like again as ever if you if you're listening to this and you're an artist or a company and you've got something coming up if you'd like to collaborate with us on the podcast our inbox is always open Greta what's our inbox (laughs) (laughs) this is why we plan it's the next stage pod at gmail.com the next stage pod at gmail.com all right well then i think that just bad does it greta so i don't know about you but, but i will see you at the next stage <laughs>